The following podcast contains strong language and ridiculous cartoon scenarios conjured up by two self-proclaimed comedy wizards. Between you and me, they're more like Saturday morning court jesters fueled by sugary cereal. But either way, the opinions expressed and presented are mere musings, so please humor their well-intentioned hijinks with a laugh and not by taking anything they say seriously. Unless, of course, you want to pay them to say something else. Could always use a new pair of shoes. Hello and welcome to ReviewParty.com. I am Brent. I am Matt. Uh, this podcast, it's it's made of comedy stuff. It's made of internet stuff. It's kind of like if the Three Stooges were Two Stooges and uh, they could... Uh, could the Three Stooges read? Were they literate? I think to some extent, yeah. At least one of them. Moe yeah. probably could read a little bit. With their powers combined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if they combine their powers every week to read some internet reviews and shenanigans ensues, that's kind of like ReviewParty.com. Mm-hmm. Man, you think the internet would have blew those guys' minds? Dude. Oh, so much. Oh, what if the, the Three Stooges got their start on YouTube instead? That's a whole, all right, that's a whole rabbit hole we can't even handle. Mm-mm, not right now. <laughs> but they would they would have some good sketches for YouTube. I, I, t- I tell you what, boy. Oh, the medium is perfect for it, yeah. The medium. Speaking of meat, yums. <laughs> okay. I got a review from Amazon here to get us started. This is for the Vivo Electric 12 Hot Dog 5 Roller Grill Warmer. Cooker machine with cover. Hot dog. Version 205. <laughs> it's a little hot dog roller. Like the gas station has, right? <laughs> like the gas station has, but for your house. Or your uncle who lives alone. Yep. Uh, speaking of Uncle Who Lives Alone, Anthony Uh-oh. W. Guerrero. <laughs> uh, he titles it. I didn't read the title. <laughs> I don't know why it's very simple, but it's sending me. He titles it Fun Hot Dog Roller. <laughs> he writes, got this a week ago and have been playing with temperatures. It was easy to get up and running, but lacking on how to cook a hot dog. Or any other similar item. I'll start with hot dogs. The instruction says to use vegetable oil the first use, which I did. And to preheat the rollers to 350 degrees. Once those are done, I laid the hot dogs down. And it started, and they took around 20 minutes. So they did cook, but there are hot spots. It didn't affect the taste for the ones I ate. They were hot and juicy. Now... I want to try cooking breakfast sausage links, parentheses, Johnsonville. (laughs) Since there is no other instructions in the manual concerning any other foods besides hot dogs, it is a complete guess what temperatures would work or not. I'm not knocking this machine for that, but I see these machines roll taquitos, brats, and other foods, but no indication of what to do with them. A Google search is not in your favor either. If Vivo can add to that a manual for those extra food types and maybe some tips to make the hot dogs more even, instead of getting hot spots on 350 degrees, would be a nice thing to do. I'll learn some tips along the way, I'm sure, but for just hot dogs, it gets the job, job, four stars. <laughs> it gets the job, job? It gets the job, job, is what it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that's a typo. 
But uh, that is what the man said. It gets the yeah, job. It gets the job, job, don't you know? <laughs> job, job <laughs> sounds like a little, like a little kid who uh, you know does does odd jobs around the hotel. <laughs> That's awful. Let's get job, job on that. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, he lives beneath the stairs. <laughs> I worked at a hotel. Hotel basements are spookums, dude. Ooh. I hated going down there on the night patrol. Oh, that fascinates me. Actually, the uh, after you know, after a few weeks, and I was used to it. I, I didn't really think of it, but yet your own basement probably still terrifies you. I love, I like my basement. But running up this, never mind. We don't need running we, up that hill, <laughs> rolling up them dogs. So, uh, Reddit <laughs> is your friend, dude. Did you did you find a solution on the I Reddit didn't. already? I didn't maybe I should try Viva. Viva. Let's see. Hot dog roller instructions. Let's let's debunk this right now. I'm googling it. <laughs> oh, it says set, this one says set the controller to your desired cooking temperature. So I'm thinking this is kind of free form. You know what I mean? You want yeah. you want those yeah. hot dogs hot and fast. Turn it up a little bit. There's According to this uh, picture on the Amazon, you know, there's not that big of a range. You can't, you can't set this thing up much higher than 350. So I just crank that, it all the way. If it burns, that's your indicator, right? Right, right. It's a learning experience. I think Anthony was being a little overcautious here. They're just hot dogs. I've got a, a an answer here. Someone's just just. <laughs> On the home theater subreddit. Okay. So this this seems like it could be Anthony's vibe. Uh, <laughs> someone <laughs> user fun. user oral operator asks, anyone else have a hot dog roller in their theater? Oh, and, it's kind uh, of a flex there. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, humble a, brag. I mean, the whole subreddit is a flex, but uh, <laughs> user Creason08 writes. Some friends and I found one of these, though the brand was Ultra Dog, being thrown out in the basement hallway of our college. We oh, used it often in lab for cookouts and even experimented a bit. The, the lab? What kind of lab? I don't know, because this is going to get sciencey. You can do some circuitry adjustment and add uh, an I.O. switch to the wiring that connects to the motor so you can have the heat on but the motor off. Just drill a hole through the front of the switch and you're golden. Warms up a pizza, great. Makes grilled cheeses. Could probably grill no. burgers. Other than that, no. you can turn the roller on and grill corn, egg rolls, taquitos, beef snakes. I don't know what that is. A beef snake, dude? <laughs> Plantains, bratwurst. It's awesome. That's what yes. it sounds like your, what your cousin Chud makes you. So, someone else. Hey, get a whiff of this beef snake, kid. I would like to know more about these beef snakes. Uh, <laughs> someone else says the people are waiting. Creason says, voila, and has a link to beef snake. What the heck? That Reddit thread has given me, eliciting much more of an emotional response. A beef snake is ground beef with salt and spices of choice molded into the shape of a snake. Nah, you <laughs> mean a poop? a burger in a hot dog form. A burger in a hot dog. A burger that definitely looks like a poop. Yeah. As, yeah. We, as we originally decided but it's bad enough that you have a hot dog roller in your home. It's bad enough that boiling and or microwaving and or putting in a frying pan was just too grilling, much of an ass. Grilling. Grilling. There's so many ways. I'm sure you could oven roast a hot dog and it would be just fine. 
the whole point of a hot dog is it's supposed to be easy to cook. Mm-hmm. You, you not only do you have the hot dog roller, you are you are modding your hot dog roller, bro. That's too much for me. What lab, dude? Imagine walking into your new place of work. You're a scientist or an <laughs> engineer or something, and they're showing you around. And yep, that's the hot dog roller. Oh yeah, don't worry, we modded it. Look at all this cool stuff it can do. It can make a grilled we cheese. We it, so yeah, the the rollers don't roll now. You can put a you can put a za right on that sucker, bro. I'm 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 flying, dude. I'm flying. <laughs> what the? I I made taquitos in the oven the other night, dude. I did not need a roller for it. I can I can preheat that bat. You got to preheat this thing. Yeah, you got to preheat that, that the oven. Shocks me. I understand at a gas station, right? You slap those puppies on and walk away. You, you let them go. The, yeah, yeah. You're you're rolling them all day, right? You want them accessible. You want the visual. Yeah, I think that's the vi- it's the visual factor. Eye, you- eye candy of a rolling dog. <laughs> yeah, you want to see those wieners stopping, dropping, and rolling. <laughs> All right, them wieners is on fire, and they should act as such. And who are they there for? No one but me. <laughs> this ain't a gas station. This, this is Anthony's home theater, dog. Oh, you think there's some sort of sick self pleasure watching? <laughs> Watching the dogs roll well, and knowing on, on, those on the note are of, just for me. On the note of sick self-pleasure. <laughs> I hope. When I heard this thing gets to 350 degrees, I'm like, oh, boy better not be putting his wiener on there. <laughs> but you know he's thought about it. Yeah, the, the, the sort of sick pleasure these people are deriving from these wiener rollers, you know, they're only a few steps away from that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's another life. Yeah, we modded it so you can put your own wiener on it. <laughs> you just gotta, you just gotta get in on the circuit board and turn off the, turn off the anti-human wiener uh, circuit there. <laughs> there was a governor on that, so it didn't, didn't <laughs> roll too fast. But we took that off. Now it rolls. Now it this, rolls. this bad boy will roll your penis right up, dude. <laughs> like a, like a sleeping bag contest. <laughs> Uh, as long as we're talking about horrors I have a review from Mm amazon.com for the Revel (laughs) Big Boy Locomotive by Revel Uh, this is a a model train it's called the Big Boy it's a big big boy that's the name of the train oh the train's a big boy Apparently, it's very relatable yeah (laughs) yeah Apparently, it was one of the biggest trains that the U.S. decided to make. Oh, okay, uh, and it's a but it's the model's not that big. The mod it's it's standard train model size to fit on those tracks and stuff. I assume I don't know. This is a standard sized big boy, <laughs> standard big boy model. Uh, Amazon user Danny L. Ray did one of those things that I hate and didn't write an actual uh, review title, so it cannibalized the review itself. So I will ignore. What's there? And just read the review. Butt squad, strap your butts down, because the, <laughs> the bumps are about to come. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, Danny writes, My husband is working on this kit of the longest locomotive ever built in the USA. The big boy. He wanted a die cast of this model, but they were too rich for his blood, so he <laughs> chose this kit. His eyes and fingers do not work as good as they did when he was in his teens and 20s. 
and he made some mistakes that frustrated him, but he did his best and continued on. He enjoys working with his hands in concentrating on things like this to keep his mind off of the Vietnam War that will haunt him until the day the good Lord calls him home. <laughs> God bless all of our veterans. Five stars. <laughs> now, I cannot disagree with that sentiment. <laughs> neither right? me. N- neither me. But we got a little thing called TMI Yeah, in, in, in this house. It's I'm I'm very proud that your your husband served and I'm very sorry that you know he, he struggles with that he, he struggles he with the with horrors that he had to deal with he no one deserves that no but uh and it wasn't better when he came home either God the Vietnam War bad bad for everyone bad for everyone zero stars you know what else is bad for everyone a a model train review <laughs> stumble into a, a a wholesome model train review and walk out. Reminded <laughs> of of how the the horrors of war affect those around us to this day. Yeah, yeah, it feels like That's maybe she's maybe she said that before, and it just like it all came spilling out <laughs> subconsciously. <laughs> Yeah, maybe this was therapeutic for her. She's that's a lot on her shoulders, isn't it? It is. Yeah, to be that support caretaker to see her husband rage. <laughs> To get salty over his model train, which is a little more difficult than he's used to, and just think, oh no, <laughs> he, this isn't really about a model train, is it? <laughs> yeah, uh, you, this boy, this man, he is, he's a hero. He's a not hero. Not only did he fight for the country, but he's not, he's saying, wife, wife of mine, love of my life, I don't need that die cast model the metal would be heavy and comforting in my hands my shaky hands we don't need to spend that much money just give me the plastic one mm-hmm. maybe it'll drown out the horrors of war that will haunt me until i die uh i was gonna i was gonna suggest maybe he try zoids you know, are you familiar with Zoids? Zoids. I don't know. That sounds like some Warhammer 40K stuff. Zoids are uh, plastic models of... But the reason I said no to Zoids is because Zoids are big mecha. They're like animal-esque mecha. Okay. Uh, but I then I remembered that they have missile launchers and Gatling guns all okay. over them. But they're marketed to be sort of easy models. They're all snap-on, nice, you know, no glue required but uh yeah i don't know juxtaposing your your uh your horrible memories of war with a a child's fantastical idea (laughs) of a war machine that might be not might not be the route yeah that might might not the the stew might not taste good uh (laughs) that mixture if he goes with just regular Warhammer, though, I could see. I I was always a fan of the Skaven, which were the the giant the rats. rats, the yeah. giant little rats, the, the giant little, little giant rats. rats. They had giant giant rats, but they were like human sized rats, I guess mm-hmm. I want to say. Although there were also just tiny rats that you could get. Those you just get the figures. You can paint them or prime them first, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. But you just paint those suckers. Usually those are metal. If you get some plastic ones, just you glue their arms on. NBD. You're set, dude. 
Man, I love trains. And I hate <laughs> war. So this is a hard review for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's such conflict. <clears throat> it's a, there's so much going on here. And I love models of things made for war. Even though I don't like war, that's hard. Mm-hmm. If the government came to your house and, and said, hey, we want to draft you if you want, but uh, it's for our mecha pilot program, <laughs> would you say yes? I'd say, man, typically I'm a skaven, but I'll see what I can do. <laughs> typically I'm like a rat warrior. You got any Got any sharp claws I can use, military? All right. You're going to make me go 40K? I want to be a dark elf, okay? <laughs> They had some some cool mechs, the dark dark elves, rogue elves, something like that. It's been some time. You would pick elves. That's what my neighbor had, so I'm just I'm latching onto his fandom. Yeah, you got you don't have any choice but to enjoy the elves. Yeah, what am I? I'm a space marine. <laughs> Basic. Yeah, you know what I am. Yeah, you could guess. It's obvious. Orc. Orc baby. I had a couple orcs. Orcs, orcs are the coolest. I love 40k orcs. <laughs> I do I do love the lizard men the uh-huh. most, but they are not in the 40k, are they? They are they are only the old ones. Right. 40k's got the tyranids, those strange alien dinosaur y things. Oh, that's right. Those that's sort true. of like Starship Troopers y. You know what else is Starship Troopers y? A movie review for Starship Troopers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, this thing that's not Starship Troopers at all, because okay. it is a romance novel review <laughs> from Amazon. Well, hey, I felt some love when I saw Denise Richards in that movie, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Actually, Casper Van Dien's eyes. Ooh. Glorious. Big Lone Bear. <laughs> a faded mate shifter romance. Bears of Angel Fire Book 3 Kindle Edition by Aline Ash. I'm in. I'm I in. think this is a book about werebear love. Ha 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 ha. So werebears Ooh. In, in the Arctic. Ooh. Please, baby. <laughs> this sounds awesome. Let me, I'll just send you the cover for context. Oh. It's a lot. For more than context. <laughs> yeah, save that oh, as later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this, this it Go got ahead. it got a hundred times steamier. When I heard Big Lone Bear, mm. <laughs> I was picturing like <laughs> like a banker. <laughs> like like a, a bank loan. And uh, uh, he's got the money, so he's in a position of power. Now well, he's that a lone I know, bear. Yeah, now that I know he's a lone bear. Oh my goodness! And seeing this cover, whew. this is a, this is a bear shifter, a werewolf, <laughs> but a bear. Uh, who who Fabio with with flowing white hair, who is alone, and can turn into a a, a bear into a, a hot man. <laughs> who can have sex in a book he doesn't even need a coat look at those mu- he's glistening <laughs> under the aurora aurora huge sky yeah that is a, there is an aurora borealis back there that that'd be crazy 
you're like a werewolf, a werebear, but you only transform under the Aurora Borealis. <laughs> yeah. But what about that little character behind him? What's she up to? Right. See, that's the sexiest time to be out. She <laughs> says, oh, Stefano, I want to make love under the Aurora. <laughs> and he's like, oh, this could get a bit rough. Uh, what about shrinkage? That too. Oh, my oh. goodness. She's a little coquettish, I would say. She's in her snow princess parka. Blue mm. with, with the fuzzy white ruff, and she's got that little hmm. Yeah, she's got a little secret hand uh, on her on her face, <laughs> just under her chin. Hmm. That, or she's just staring at his booty. Yeah, I think the cheeks are out. <laughs> the, the cheeks, cheeks are, are out, people. Out. <laughs> so that's the cover of this big lone bear book. <laughs> Uh, but let's get to the review from Mickey 45. They do have a little Mickey Mouse picture, so I don't know why they're reading this smut. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the <laughs> again, I, I've skim, skimmed over the title and, but this title is causing me such joy. Her faded mate is what oh. is the title? Okay. Espy had decided to wait for her faded mate. She had no idea what she was getting into. Luther has a daughter, but no mate. His daughter's mother had died four years ago. When they met, they knew instantly that they are mates. But it's never that easy. (laughs) They are rivals. Five stars. Whoa. Uh, You're selling the book there. Holy cow. Are you selling it, Mickey 75? Do you work with Aline Ash? Because you are doing her work. (laughs) Leaving me on that hook? They are rivals the whole time. I am being reeled in on this. They they want to bump the uglies, but they are rivals. It's forbidden. It's forbidden. Ash and Gary can't get together. Ugh, no. No. The... (laughs) The rivals. Larry Bird and Magic Johnson <laughs> could not get together. They could never rub lips. <laughs> They're rivals, people. <laughs> and Luther and Espy. Luther and Espy. Must never embrace. Because they're rivals. But it's so cold out. <laughs> You're shivering. It's so cold out. We're bears. We're polar bears. We're going to be extinct soon. Our hands are tied. <laughs> I mean, if that if that sort of stuff factors into these books, that would be cool. Yeah, you'd be down with that that uh, underlying environmentalist message a little bit, and also just like from their view, apocalyptic, like our, our extinction. Oh. We're headed toward extinction. Sure. What do our lives? <laughs> what do we mean? <laughs> what are we here for? Yeah, this this uh, if you'll remember this. Uh, this what's a trilogy but five of them uh hep pentology maybe hep 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 27 hep hepatitis pentology probably pentacephalitis uh it is called bears of angel fire i don't think that angel fire is too good for the ozone layer (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean you know what i mean i know what you mean yeah Oh, so yeah. I mean, what do you do if if you wanted to 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 charm your a werebear who is also in a rival clan? What could, what could you do? At the start, I wasn't sure that she was a werebear, and now if they're rivals, they must both be werebears. Yeah, they must. They must both be werebears. 
<laughs> it stands to reason. Were it me, boy. I mean, if you really want to, if I, if I really wanted to be with her, if I really had that feeling, like, mm -hmm. like it says that we did that from first sight, we know we're mates. That's true. Spit your game. Spit your game. <laughs> snarl. Roar. Show, show her where the best seal eating is. Oh, dude, kind of cheekily, kind of accidentally show her the best seal eating spot. Well, if we're here, you know, let's <laughs> let's get out the clubs. Let's let's split a bit of a seal. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, what? Is oh, that you can Aurora? eat the ass. Oh. Oh, wow. You can eat the ass. That's all yours. That's the good. We know that's the good seal part. <laughs> No, no, no. I don't, I don't even want half a cheek. I don't even want half a cheek. That's all you, baby. Yeah. And then a hook, line, sinker. Faded. Uh, I'm also a single father now. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm also no. a single father with uh, with delightful pecs and, and cute little <laughs> nipples. It's so cold out here, but my nipples are relaxed. Ping, ping. <laughs> or are they? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm in, hi, wow. I'm on board for whatever happens to these two, these two love bears. <laughs> As if you weren't on board enough, let me read just the last, the description, the, the last part of the hook here. Big Lone Bear is the third book in the Bear of Angel Fire paranormal romance series. This is a full-length novel of around 50,000 words okay. featuring hot shifters, earth-shattering intimate scenes, a <laughs> thrilling mystery, and get this, paw-pounding action. Enjoy! <laughs> oh, I wish I could write so descriptively. <laughs> this, yeah. This is really making us look like just jokesters, aren't they? I am a charlatan. <laughs> I put on clown makeup each day in comparison to that. I mean, these intimate scenes are earth shattering. That's almost scary. Earth, yeah, the earth is God, calamity status yeah. here. I don't know if I could 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 be in a love making situation that was earth shattering. You know what I mean? I'm, I mean, my my small frame is too weak. That's how you know you need to shift into a bigger frame, the frame oh, of a bear. Okay. This earth shattering is starting to shatter my pelvis. Let me go bear mode, baby. <laughs> there we go. Let's let's pound some paws. <laughs> and then they play patty cake. Yeah, yeah. They make they make biscuits. Little <laughs> <laughs> biscuits. Uh, do bears make biscuits? That would be very cute if they did. In the snow, I would I would love to see that they, with their big claws. Oops! <laughs> I accidentally chopped the biscuits into a thousand pieces. <laughs> Woe is bear life. Man, to be an alpha, capable of being a hot shifter. What a <sighs> life. So Matt and I are going to have some uh, some personal time during this break. Uh, we'll see you on the other side. See ya. We'll, we'll have a lot more clarity in our minds. I think so. Oh, man. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> let me uh, send you. Let me just send you this. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to our lovely little podcast. If you'd like to go above and beyond in supporting our show or have the most fabulous conversation starters since sliced bread, go to reviewparty.com.com. 
Click on shop and explore some fabulous t-shirt designs. Where's your favorite place to wear a t-shirt? On my body. <laughs> mine, mine is at the store. <laughs> that is a good place to wear a t-shirt. Reviewbody.com.com. Click shop. Why stop there? Don't stop now. Don't stop me now because I'm buying a t-shirt. I'm buying a shirt. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the second half of the episode. Well, welcome to the second half. You aren't, you aren't returning to the second half. No. I've made that mistake before. I'll make it again, but forgive welcome me. Welcome back to the episode, comma, second half. I, I just shifted down from my <laughs> from my primal form. We hope you have too. Uh, let's get a bit. Let's get a bit more relaxed. Let's uh, let's all close our eyes unless you're driving, and and slowly open them as if you're you're being shaken shaken awoken. You're being shaken awake, <laughs> and and as as you come about, you, you forget where you are, and suddenly you realize you're on you're on the train, and Ichiro has has said we're almost home. And he said, Ichiro, do you, do you mean, could it, could it be? Could it be? And he smiles and he says, it's upon further review. Oh, we're back, baby. We're back, baby. The segment that started it all. The only segment we had for a hot minute. For, yeah, that was, that was the bread, the butter, uh, that steak knife that you're using because you only have one knife. It was everything. You got to have bread with dinner. It's not a meal otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> no way no way no how can't do it uh this is a bit of a return to form too because this is uh this is something we're familiar with and this story is a, is a bit a skosh publicized so maybe some people have heard it but if you haven't now and here this is the place you're gonna learn because upon further review is about it's it's the segment where we learn about things we thought we knew about but turns out we didn't know dick <laughs> <laughs> so, some of those early upon for the reviews were were about accidental inventions, like the post-it note was never never intended to be what it was. It was it was intended to be a a sticky bulletin board that you put papers on. Genius. The slinky wasn't meant to be a slinky. It was meant to be a an anti-vibration device on aircraft or submarines or something like that. Super Soaker was made by a NASA dude, wasn't it? He was, tr- yeah, he was working. He was trying to figure out refrigerant stuff in his spare time from NASA. <laughs> <laughs> so this is kind of like that. Uh, in 1972, these two dudes, one named Leonard A. Fish an inventor, and another named Robert P. Cox, a chemist, were working Are on a shifters? project. They're they have, not... They have animal names. <laughs> they have... They could. They may be shifters. <laughs> Maybe that's where this, you know, came from. I don't know. The two men were, were trying to develop a product that, that could be used as... Uh, they saw a problem, and they wanted to, to make the answer. What happens when you break your arm? You need to get your arm in a cast. And they thought, you, you're not... You're not always near a hospital or, or a medic station or anything like that. We need something for for field breaks. If you're somewhere where you can't can't get tended to, you gotta be able to put that you gotta stabilize that arm stat. So they wanted to develop a product that would be like a spray on cast. Okay. You have your, your broken wanko arm and, and you just 
you shake the can and you spray it and sort of like in Demolition Man, right? <laughs> when he crashes the car and it, <laughs> there's foam all around him so he doesn't injure himself. They, they had the same idea. They just spray that stuff on your arm. It hardens around and stabilizes the bone. That's not shifting anywhere. You're not getting <laughs> that bone sticking through your flesh. Nothing like that. So I think they, they, they did it. It, it worked. But when it came to packaging the can, apparently they had around 500 different kinds of nozzles to to try and spray this stuff through. And one of them that they tested... This is a nozzle story, is what you're This is a me. nozzle story. Little did you know. <laughs> <laughs> one of them that they tested apparently shot the substance around 30 feet across the room. Sounds badass. They, Sounds knew what they, they knew they had something badass They knew here. they had something there. They looked at each other. They were like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> They high-fived. They shifted. They shifted back. And then they said, you know what? This is a toy now. <laughs> and they went to Whammo because they're an inventor and a chemist and they don't know how to sell toys. But Whammo right. does. Whammo's got it. Grandma's got the frisbee. They've got the hula hoop, and now they could have this other stuff. This this strange string in a can. Uh, that that they called squibbly. <laughs> okay, they got yeah. They needed a marketing team. <laughs> So they went into Whammo and they're showing the representative what their stuff is like. And what they actually did is they just sprayed it all over him and his office. And he's like, you dicks, get out of here. We're not going to take your stuff. And uh, apparently a day later, they received a telegram because it was the 70s <laughs> asking them to send more because the guy had tried to clean his office up, but he missed some. And when his bosses came in and said, what the heck's that stuff? <laughs> get more of it. He's like, oh, I'm going to have to call these dicks to get them back in here. <laughs> I'm not going to call them the telegram. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They can wait a little bit, wallow in their failure. Uh, but obviously they didn't. They said, send us more of that stuff. They tested it. And oh my goodness, Whammo's like, yeah, yeah, we want we want all that stuff. And, and let me guess, someone someone along during those, those testing periods, they said, this stuff's kind of silly. This stuff's a little wacky, a little crazy. This <laughs> the is string indeed. here could be <laughs> a little silly. It is indeed <laughs> silly string. Uh, and yeah, then Whammo took it over and started making it. Apparently, the 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 product was sold to the Car Freshener Corporation, mm. the, the company that makes the little green trees for your cars. <laughs> they acquired the trademark for Silly String, uh, which is strange. But in a fun twist, apparently the military has, I don't know if they're currently doing it, but at least in the early 2000s, the U.S. troops in Iraq were using Silly String to try and find tripwires. No. Because the string would just fall on it and it's not heavy enough to actually trip any explosives. It just drapes itself on, on the wires and they're like, yep, got to step over that. We're coming full circle here. Coming full circle, just like with the, with the Slinky. What the heck did they... They extended the... The signal on their radios. That's right. They <laughs> they launch that metal slinky up into the trees, and they're like, "Okay, tie it to the, tie the other end of your radio goggles, because because obviously the radio operator has glasses." Uh, yeah, you call them goggles. Call them goggles. You know, my favorite 
memory of silly string what's One that i got for my birthday after begging and very much a very much a red rider bb gun type situation yeah no you can never have that that's a mess <laughs> that's stupid i got the spider-man silly string oh, shooter dude oh yeah that's so cool you put, hit the little thing on your wrist, and it shoots Spider-Man spray all over the place. Oh my god! Was it a mess, though? Oh yeah, <laughs> I was only allowed to use it outside, and I had to clean <laughs> it up when I was done. But I oh. had fun. Worth it. Uh, yeah, I have a, a much more recent experience with Silly String in in that musical I just recently wrapped up. Uh, at one portion, one of my characters, Ares, God of War, is for some reason being defeated by Percy Jackson, son of Poseidon. I, I donated my bubble machine for use during this scene when he finally conjures the power of the ocean. Uh, but prior to that, we, we were going to use Silly String. So then closing night, we still had a can of Silly String in addition to my bubble machine. And... As I was rolling away off stage, being being blasted away by the bubbles and also having been sprayed by the string this time, uh, the lead threw the can towards the wing directly in my face. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it hit me right between the eyes. And I see him go, oh, I'm like, you idiot. You're an idiot for throwing the can at me, but you're an even bigger idiot for reacting to it. You're on stage uh, still. Don't don't break. Roll roll <laughs> with the punches. Roll with the bops. I'm rolling with the punches, literally. <laughs> I'm rolling off stage and he hit me in the face. I'm fine. Keep going. So yeah, my my <laughs> silly string can be fun, but it also has its downsides, folks. Be careful. It's dangerous. That shit is flammable as hell too. Also, I remember having the stinky <laughs> silly string. <laughs> like it was specifically made to be stinky oh no uh, yeah but it kind of smells bad on its own silly string silly string just smells like yeah weird cleaning products speaking of smelling bad Ooh. goodbye upon further review that i love it. you hello <laughs> to from amazon paco raban one million fragrance for men Fresh and spicy notes of amber, leather, and tangerine adds a touch of an irredis- irresistible seduction ideal for men with rebellious charm. And it's spray <laughs> 6.8 ounce. This is a cologne. Perfect for your bear shifter. Exactly. Uh, I think they'd just be smelling like, like grass and pine <laughs> tree uh, on their own. And salmon. Mm. Uh... Poetic Bay titles this review definitely a must cop. They write, The smell lingers for hours, and even when you don't think you smell it, you can. (laughs) You'll stand out in the crowd. Anytime I'm ever out, I always get compliments. It works 98% of the time, every time. The other 2% is for the ones who like it, but are scared to say you smell good, LOL. It's undeniable. Flex emoji, flex emoji. Five stars. <laughs> okay, so I was already starting to lean towards this reviewer's a douche, but <laughs> the flex emoji really, really hammered at home. Matt, I don't know about you, but yeah. I have never smelled cologne in public and been had positive thoughts about I've it. I've never been delighted by it, no. No, I always think, why is this fucker 
wearing so much cologne <laughs> and sunglasses in the mall. <laughs> it really do be like that. I'd rather smell cologne than bo. True, but that's what deodorant is for. Correct. Yeah. Ugh. But it is a must cop. If you want ninety eight percent of the ladies, apparently, <laughs> and the two percent, well, they'll just secretly pine. Yeah, it's a it's a real who you telling us that or you that, buddy, type situation uh, here with this review. I uh, think I want to see. De- I want stats, actual stats. <laughs> I need flow charts, <laughs> analytics, please. Don't manipulate that stuff. <laughs> Flex. Weighing the numbers. So you got those numbers from a, a cologne connoisseur convention. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Your bro, your, your smell so, smells good, man. Yeah. What do you think of mine? Mm, it's tight. <laughs> bro, you smell tight right now. <laughs> bro, you smell, you, fu- you smell freaking cool right now, bro. If I was a babe, they'd be dropping. They'd be dropping right now. <laughs> if I was a babe, I would lick your neck on the spot, brother. <laughs> oh, God. I would get out my tongue and I would wrap that shit around your neck until you die because you are smelling that good. Uh, mm, uh, mm. Check out the sweet <laughs> bottle it comes in. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's got it's got a big one on it. It's like a gold. It's got a big one on it. Because you're the number one weenie when you <laughs> taco number one. Put me on a hot dog roller and call me a weenie because I am 350 degrees, baby. Do you have a review? I do have a review. I have a review, a Google review, that was sent to us by none other than the reviewer from The Tub. The Tub Man. The Tub Man himself, Ryan. If you don't know, folks, you can find him on Instagram, you can find him on YouTube, you can he streams on Twitch as well. Probably just reviews from The Tub every place he is. Uh, his bread and butter, his, his mainstay is eating and drinking things in his bathtub <laughs> and reviewing them. As he should. As he should. As is his God-given right and talent. Not everyone can pull that off, you know what I mean? Uh, this is a Google review for Sandblast Solutions, Inc. It is his own review, because he's a reviewer. Just hold your hold your applause, and hold your concerns, hold everything, hold the mustard. Uh, Sandblast Solutions, Inc. Reviews from the tub writes, Whoever drives the company pickup truck is a scumbag of epic proportions. <laughs> He cut off three people in the span of 15 seconds. He missed me by about two inches. His lack of respect for human life leads me to believe that the same lack of respect is shown in his professional life. They probably do good work, but they'll flatten your mailbox and hit your dog just pulling into the driveway. (laughs) One star. (laughs) It sounds like this guy is living the sand blaster life. Once you start blasting sand, you know, you're blasting in every, in every facet of your life blasting down the highway blasting down the highway blasting in front of stupid noobs with their tiny trucks <laughs> i got a dually man get out of my way i own the road because i am blasting i'm blasting so hard you see that thing on the back of my truck that's a blaster you know who his favorite pixar character is buzz lightyear because that <laughs> motherfucker blasts off <laughs> He loves Team Rocket because they blast off. <laughs> they blast off every episode. He can't get enough of it. Uh, before we get too much further, he sent a second review. This is a corroborating review of oh. Sandblast Inc. Sandblast Solutions Inc. Written by William Morrison. Not sure who was driving on Route 287 <laughs> North through Booton at about 515 today. 
but he put a number of lives at risk. Weaving in and out of traffic, purposely cutting off cars who were going too slow for his liking. Obviously not the brightest bulb in the pack with the name of the company on the truck. If he's dumb enough to drive and advertise, what kind of shoddy work is a customer going to receive? Dumbass. <laughs> Dumbasses with two dollar signs. Okay. Uh, one star. <laughs> Get blasted, bro. Sounds like homies getting blasted and they He's can't handle it. Blasted. You're lucky you didn't get out the little blast hose and take out your windows the way y'all were acting. <laughs> yeah. Man. down the highway. I, <laughs> somebody sped by me uh, earlier this week and then I was like, you're an idiot. You don't know the lanes are about to merge. And when it merged, I was behind them anyway. And I was like, there were a bunch of cars that had to merge. So I ended up behind them and I waved. <laughs> and then moments later, they did their... Their windshield wipers, and I was like, "Did they do that so it, so it would spritz on me? Was that was that an offensive move to, to do the windshield wipe, or is get, it just because we're driving into the sun? I can't can't be sure." Get your car washed, noob. Get blasted with, exactly with Rainex, bitch. I'm thinking this guy is pulling out the the blaster and getting that gritty black sand right up on your right up on your wax job. Wasn't confident enough in the spit accuracy from that distance. <laughs> Let me just spritz you with some Rain-X. <laughs> the water's going to be dribbling right off you. Oh, you man, won't know got, what to do. I got a little dots on my windshield now. Now I got to use my own wiper fluid. <laughs> oh. My car is, the, is as such that I can't use the windshield wipers when my windows are down. That's a real, that's a real harsh Oh, uh, it, it streaks in. It I streaks on in. It's it's a real it's a real hard time for me. <laughs> hey, it's a problem. It's a problem. And people need to start talking about it a bit more. The more we talk about it, the more we we get closer to a solution. But we're not going to talk about it here because this is the end of the episode. Everybody, Pull the plug. We're out of here. <laughs> we're gone. I'm get about blasted, the listeners. Thanks for listening to RubyParty.com. I, I had a sand blast this week. I hope I you had did a, too. I had a shift in good time. <laughs> we are – RubyParty.com uh, releases a new episode every Tuesday. That's right. Hashtag Tuesday Reviews Day. Uh, every morning, Tuesday morning, there will be a new episode waiting for you. Uh, we hope – you could join us if you have find a funny review like our friend Mr. Tub did. <laughs> you can send it to us at reviewparty.com at gmail.com and include your name or a moniker so we can throw you some credit. Thank you, by the way, Ryan. Is it your turn to talk now? Uh, every morning there's a Tuesday episode of reviewparty.com. <laughs> Remember Sugar Ray? That was some good stuff. Hey, you know what else is, is good stuff? <laughs> RubyBirdie.com is good stuff. And if you want to find more of that good, good stuff, you want to find that sweet juice and you want to suck and kiss, <laughs> you can. But in totally kosher and normal ways, like, like, a, hot fo- <laughs> like a hot dog on a roller uh, or a taquito or a breakfast sausage. Johnsonville. Johnsonville. <laughs> Uh, 
Oh, yes, purely by following and, and liking and sharing stuff on Instagram and TikTok, where you can find us at ReviewParty.com or Twitter at ReviewPartyPod. Uh, we're also on YouTube, rubbing elbows with the finest tub reviewers out there. There's only <laughs> one, folks. There's only one. <laughs> if none of this is speaking your language, if none of this cheese is talking your chaz, uh, just go to reviewparty.com.com. I guarantee you will see something blue. I guarantee <laughs> there are episodes to listen to, listening platforms to judge, uh, blog posts to just skim through, uh, and the shop to look at. There's even a newsletter sign up at the bottom of the page beneath the <clears throat> Instagram feed, which is pretty sick that we hooked that up. You know what I mean? Pretty nice. Pretty nice. Squarespace, uh, give us money. Don't don't give us money. We don't deserve it. We don't. Give we're us not money. Gonna, don't. We won't tell anyone that you do. If you do, uh, I think we will. I think we if might. they gave us money, we would tell everyone about it every week. Okay, probably. Contractually, As you could be right next to that T-shirt ad, baby. That spot's right, just for you. So a little square space next to the it's, T-shirt it's ad. It's hot. We've got that at three hundred fifty degrees, ready for you to roll on in there. We didn't have to Google it either. <laughs> Your turn. Uh, yeah, okay, I talk now. Okay, I, I I lost. I got lost in the sauce a little bit. Uh, nosebleeds. They did our theme song. They're very good at instruments and uh, I don't know punk rock music that the kids enjoy. Uh, if you've been hearing that song throughout the episode and think that's a jam, you can hear more jams just like it by them. That one's bread for breakfast. The rest of them uh, you can find on Spotify. Nosebleeds, one word. Oh, oh, I got. I guess I got a review to finish this out right here. Sounds a bit unorthodox, but we like that. This is a review from DoorDash. Oh, okay. For uh, a Subway in Surrey, British Columbia. It is written by Richard H. They write. I ordered a foot long and only got a six inch sub. Four stars. What? What? <laughs> but, dude, bro. This I must think have I... been a really good six inch. <laughs>